it's it's a hard road motherhood is but it's the best job ever we just want to invite you on this journey with us because it's a journey it's a journey i have no clue what the hell i'm doing honestly it makes me cry every time every time i oh jesus (laughs) what What a ride, what a ride, what a ride. Happy days. I feel like we never know how to start once we start. We're always just staring at each other like, who's going to talk first and what are you going to say? So you're going to be like, happy day, hey, 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 how are ya? We need like an opening. It's usually hey, hey, hey. Well, happy I guess, days, everyone. Is what yeah, we I guess say. it is. It's not intentional. That's just what comes out of our mouth when we open our mouths. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. Um, anyway, happy day. We are uh, diving into part two of our stories. And That's right. Who's up today? Me. But before I even dive into me, mm-hmm. do you want to say anything oh, about yours? I, I do. Yeah. So thank you to everyone um, for their beyond incredible feedback with my story um that was very 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 difficult to even put out to the world um i don't want people to think that the postpartum depression and anxiety was just all my life was i mean it was happy moments you know i don't it's think a we, chapter of your yeah part of your really story get to dive into the whole thing because it was like word vomit once once yeah. i started but um you know, it's just part of life. And exactly. we got through it. And um, part of your story. And a lot of moms, and I feel like. a lot of people's story. Yes. The people that have reached out to us that, you know, had kind of similar experiences that they were scared to bring to the forefront. Thank and I you think. for doing that. And I think it's important because a lot of people that I talked to just kind of said like, oh, I had no idea. And it just goes to show that, no like... No idea that they had it? No. Any, that oh, they would me? even guess that mm-hmm. about you. Yeah. Which is why I think it's so important to share because there's no face to it. There's no type of person that it can happen to. And you... I, a lot of people just felt, like, good knowing, like, oh, it's not just me. Like, mm-hmm. it, like even if you are, like, a happy person and, you know, have good things yeah. going on, like, that could happen to anyone. It doesn't... There's no shame with it. And I, I didn't touch on this in the episode. I wish I would have. But my depression and anxiety led into my fears of something happening to my kids. And mm-hmm. I couldn't control it because I had little control once the pandemic hit of life. And that just sent me into like a spiral of worry. And, um, but I didn't, I wasn't, it wasn't anything against my life. It was, I wanted to always protect my kids. And when I felt like I was becoming a burden and creating more problems, that's, you know, the, the, fears, the anxiety, the depression, just speaking in my life because I didn't have control of my mind at that point. Yeah. But this episode that we're going to do today, I know a lot of people reached out and said this is when they realized their postpartum happened. Is the During de- the pandemic? During the pandemic. So this yeah. is Allie's story today. Do, do, do. Welcome to Allie's story. 
I know. I am your host, Natalie. I'm Jeffers. imagining myself like in a lounge with like a fur chaise lounge, like oh. sitting there, like comfy, cozy, and me yeah. just chatting away. That's visually with a plate ex- of mac and cheese, exactly, <laughs> and a baguette right next to you, and a glass of wine. Um, we're gonna dive into Allie today, and a lot of y'all will be able to relate to her story. I am. This is like very different. I'm hearing a lot of this first time as well because my pregnancy and delivery were vastly different than Allie's. So let's dive into... So you get to hear me talk today. I'm excited. Whee! Okay. Um, so. Okay. So my baby, pregnancy, maternity, all that jazz in one. So basically, let's start from the beginning. That'd be lovely. Let's not okay. start in the middle. <laughs> well, let's talk about where babies come from. No. <laughs> Welcome to Sex Education 101 from the Ladies of Mother. Before I even start my story, I just have to say this real quick. I saw online the other day. There was it was like a five and six year old asked their parents where babies came from. So I shared it. Oh, you sent it to me where he showed him the video of the birth, and the little boy was clutching his pearls. Yes, he was literally like. I shared it on our story. They were like mortified because they just showed him the real. This is what goes down. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Um, they'll never ask that question again. Um, so anyway, hopefully we all know where babies come from here. Um, so we were, you know, everyone's story is so different. So this, again, this is all just my experience. And, you know, take that as you will. Um, we were super fortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, I am a wedding photographer. So as much as we can try to plan a pregnancy, we did try. Um, so I didn't have to miss a whole season or miss a lot of work and I could be at home cause our winners really are the downtime that I could be at home with the baby mm-hmm. and it would be our first kid. So like, we didn't know what to expect and we still don't know what to expect. <laughs> um, changes daily. Yeah. So we, I think, honestly, I think we got pregnant the first time we tried. I don't Shut think up. I know. Um, and I don't even know how that happened and I feel bad even saying were you, that. Were you guys saying like, Let's try tonight. Well, we were going to try like the week after. Hey, Ben, don't listen to this story. <laughs> well, the best part is Ben always hated. He still hates that term, like trying. Yeah. It's he's not like, a great term. Or people are like, oh, are you trying? And he's like, I'm not going to be like, yes, we're having unprotected sex. He's like, that sounds so weird. I'm not going to say that to like a relative of yours or like somebody like that. So what do you he's say? He's like, that's so stupid. He's, he's like, I just am not saying anything. <laughs> There does need to be like a, a different, a term. different term. Yeah. Somebody come up with it and send it to us. Yeah. Um. So we were really trying to like coordinate it, but I didn't know like if I was ovulating or anything like that. So yet. you never followed an app, a tracker. Not yet. You didn't pee on a stick. Not yet. We. How do you live life? I know. <laughs> we basically, I got up birth control months before. Okay. Started taking prenatal vitamins because we were like March is our so goal. So you were on birth control when when you were married. Yes, because we didn't want kids right away. Oh, okay. Um, Good to know. And we just, yeah. So I got off it a few months before because I had been on it for a while. Um, And we were like, all right, March, we're going to give it a go, see what happens. And if all in a perfect world, if that worked out, I know, like, I feel bad saying this mainly because I know of, like, so many close friends of mine that struggle with, like, infertility and struggle mm-hmm. to get pregnant. I don't want them to think I'm, like, bragging by any means. Like, we were just super fortunate in, like, our journey to get pregnant. Um, and it happened to work out. I also was, like, eating really healthy, which looking back, like, there's a lot of things that lined up to, like, good fertility business happening. Um, it just... 
Apparently, I, with the calendar, I didn't even know when I was ovulating, but apparently it was that I remember, time. I know the night you I know. pregnant. I know you do. Um, I wasn't here, people. I just, she was. Don't <laughs> let her lie. Um, yeah, so we gave it a go. Obviously, it worked out. And I remember it was... Um, honestly, it was two weeks after was the deed was done for insemination yes yeah, and i threw up and i was just like well there's no way i could be pregnant On the count of three, let's say what month it was one two three march february well you got pregnant february yes then it- february 28th yeah um and great. march 11th was the day before everything shut down was the 12th for covid so thursday march 11th my sister and i you knew it was a thursday yes because my sister, my mom, and I were going to go to New York City for a, a week, memory. a weekend, just mm-hmm. for like a trip and get away. Mm-hmm. And we were all packed and ready to go. But then like COVID was popping up and people were like, I don't know if you should travel. Things are shutting down. And we're well, like, look, I don't story. Your mom is she in healthcare and your sister's yes. a doctor. So they yeah, we were lot. like, I don't know if we should go. Things are looking really bad. And then that Friday, the 12th, or it was the 13th, because we were, like, sketched out flying on the 13th. So it might have been the 12th, 13th. Anyway, so I was doing laundry for the trip, because I was like, I think we should still go. In my mind, I'm like, God, I hope they cancel, because (laughs) I knew what was going on. And I was doing laundry, and I bent down to pick up clothes, and I wanted to throw up. So I ran upstairs and puked, and I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? And I was like, oh, my God. I, I All that week... I felt like I was going to start my period. I remember having cramps and feeling mm-hmm. like it, but it just wasn't showing up. Yeah. Stagnant. S- yes. Okay. So I was like, And no. you're like regular. Very. Yeah. So I was like, I know I'm going to start my period. It just, you know, hasn't happened yet because I can feel it. Um, so I was like, whatever. I'm going to go buy a pregnancy test. I just threw up. That was really random. Um, yeah. So, so you didn't have a test here. No. So peed on the stick. Two white lines. Talk about a weird feeling, like wanting it two to be positive. Lines. Were they white? What test? I meant have? to say two positive lines, but I don't. White came out. It's a white <laughs> stick. Um, two pink lines, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, Did you call Ben right away? No, no. I just like let it sit within myself. Like what? Oh my I god! Waited. You're vastly different than me. Yeah. So I went and I went to Old Navy. And bought a gray onesie and put it on the bed with the pregnancy test. Because I took two. Um, so, like, he could see it when he came home. And I... He was at work. That's right. What? He was at work. That's, that's right. right. He weekday. was at work. It was a Thursday. Um, and I'm like, yeah, we definitely can't go to New York. And then, regardless of COVID, we canceled the flights and didn't end up going. But... Um, Did you tell your mom and your sister why? No. Oh, Okay there's more to sorry that. i'm that's I'm okay she's this. excited she's invested um so ben came home and i was like hey i got a new bedspread like he really cares about a bedspread i'm like go upstairs and check it out he only cares about a rug i know he's like okay whatever um so he went upstairs and they were just sitting and he just looked at me and he was i don't even know what he said it was something like really random like yay kid or like yay (laughs) yay he was really proud of himself like really proud of himself um that it worked out so fast but i really had no idea like that it would happen so quickly because newsflash if you're not haven't had a child um 
the weeks in which you are pregnant go off of your last period, mm-hmm. not when you conceive. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm only two weeks. Like there's no, you know what I mean? But really I was five mm-hmm. because it went off your period. But I had no idea that it was even like a thing. That's why they say, what was the date of your last yeah, menstrual I know. cycle? Okay, I don't know. Let me think of when I bought tampons last. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but my sister and mom still wanted to get together. Oh, she's So we were just going to run a hotel downtown Columbus, mm-hmm. the Joseph. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Go to dinner and just like have a girl's night. Oh, and alcohol would be involved. Yeah, and I was puking already. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I, I was like Googling what to like do. I was sucking on Jolly Ranchers like the whole ride up. So I had to drive and drink and ginger ale. I had to drive to Columbus with my mom and dad. Oh, my and God. Try not to puke. Try not to puke. And then me, my mom, my sister went out to the hotel, had dinner. Where'd your dad go? He was at the house with oh, Mike the, and the, the kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sister, and um, we went out to dinner and we were staying the night at the hotel, like the whole nine yards, planning on drinking. And I happened to know the server at the hotel we were at because How does that happen? he was there the last time I shot an engagement session at that restaurant. And he was super nice. Okay. And I just remembered him like, hey. My family doesn't know I'm pregnant. I need you. I'm going to order champagne all night. Just keep filling it with ginger ale because it looks the same in the glass. And so I had champagne all night. Oh, they didn't and even notice? No. The worst part was my mom got the bill and said soda. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. Did she see that? No. She probably just looked at the I total. did. Yeah. Um, so we had dinner. We went to another bar and oh I got a beer. God. And it was, like, really full. So you poured it out. So I, like, went to the restroom, poured half of it out while I was there, and then I came back out. But it was it was really tricky because I was trying to not puke also. And in the beginning, I had really bad, like, insomnia. Like, I'd wake up at 4 and 5 a.m. Yes. and just be, like, ready to roll. And I hate waking up early. So when we that. were in the hotel, I really had to puke, and I couldn't sleep. So that was rough. Um but I made it through that day, and we came home, and I was like, thank God. So you withheld telling them. Yeah. We, I can't, how? For eight weeks. You waited that entire time? Okay. So that Friday, everything shut down. I know your vomiting down. didn't subside. Oh. Okay. That's where this comes into play. Oh, okay. So everything shut down. We went to the doctors. I waited to our eight-week appointment. Because I wanted to make sure I was pregnant before I told anybody. Because yeah, again, the- at the time, I knew a lot of friends that were having trouble or having like early miscarriages, yes. things like that. So I didn't want to like get ahead of myself. Um, I knew I was really sick, really sick. Um, I was puking all the time, nonstop, literally felt like Same hell. Same boat, yeah. And lost a lot of weight. But nobody saw me because everyone was staying away from each other like my mom worked in the emergency room we were intentionally avoiding her as much as we could yeah my sister lived in columbus so like those were like the only people i would have really seen and because everything was shut down with covid a lot of my weddings were canceled pretty much all of them um which was i mean obviously it was a pandemic and people died and it was really serious but like the silver lining for me was i didn't have to work and be around people yeah i didn't have to be around anyone i didn't have to work and i was so sick that like it just i could just you, be home yeah. financially it wasn't ideal but you i was through. so sick there's no way i would have been able to shoot a wedding um so we had our first appointment which is like the eight weeks yeah and they do the ultrasound i don't know i had mine was the same week yeah they knew something was wrong with my uterus but yeah. But what is the standard? I think it's eight weeks. Eight or nine. Nine. Eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And she's like, that's when we'll have you come in. And I went to the other hospital, not the one my mom worked at, because I didn't want her to, like, have a run-in. So I actually started at Reynolds, the other hospital. Um, And, of course, ran into my neighbor, was down the hall, and I was, like, had the mask on, so I was, like, covering my face. But when we went to go check in, we went up to the door, and I just remember them saying he has to wait in the car. (gasps) And I was like... Did you know that before? No, they didn't tell me that. Everything was really new at this time. I yeah. know we're kind of... Not that we're necessarily fully on the other side of COVID, but, you we, know. We're two years... Almost three years yeah. into it. This is a different world. And I was like, what? And I just remember, like, hysterically crying. I would have done the same and thing. And they were like, you need to go down the hall and then, like, go that way. Like, I could cry thinking about it. But I just, like, wasn't prepared for that. I get it, though, because your husband's your safety net. When I had an MRI, I was picturing my husband in the control room because I was, like, fearful. Well, most importantly, it was... The first time seeing the baby. It was our first child. It was... I know. You're going to make me cry. Here, we're getting... But, like, I... You know, you build up this moment... And like that's been the same for our entire lives lives. and you're like okay we're going in this will probably be the only part I get emotional about because I was just like one and like you're getting a you know it's the ultrasound to even see if you're pregnant Mm. and if everything's okay so he had to wait in the car I was crying trying to walk to the ultrasound thing FaceTime him no they wouldn't let me they don't let you take pictures of it no they wouldn't let me do anything so I was sitting there with like four other moms and I remember like, were they all crying? We were all struggling. But I do remember the girl in front of me came out and she was having twins and she was like hysterical and she's like, my husband's in the car. And I'm like, they're all in the car. I was like, they're all in the parking lot. And I was like, it's okay. She's like, he's going to lose his mind. <laughs> oh, so, she, <laughs> so she was like, so like, give me a little comic relief from my anxiety. And then I'm like, oh God, what if I have two? Um, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So I went in, obviously there was just one and everything looked fine. So I went out, I got the picture, whatever they gave me, but I still was like really, really sick. And so they wrote me the prescription for your magical drug, the dicalegis. Yeah. So ladies, if if, I'm telling you, I'm not amazing. We're not pill pushers over here with for, but I was already down like 12 pounds. Same. So we went, stopped at CVS on the way home. No one knew except him and I actually, you know, I think I told my friend, Chris, I was supposed to be in Mexico with him at the time for the wedding. Yeah. And I was like, I was nervous about Zika, so I was because I knew we were going to try to get pregnant. Zika, that's which is like not even a thing anymore, I guess. So I was like, I don't think it's smart to do when I'm trying to get pregnant. So I didn't go. And anyway, so I so um, they hadn't closed that down yet. No, and he was on his way home from the wedding because I texted him at the airport and I said, "Good thing I didn't go," and sent him my pregnancy test. You little hoe. Yeah. So I um. So we went to CVS to pick up, and I'll never forget this because my husband. Were you able to go inside of CVS? No, we weren't going through the drive-through or the pharmacy, and to get the medicine, and they were like, "That'll be," I think it was like one seventy-five for the dicalegis. Yeah, it's very expensive. And Ben was driving, and he was like, "How and how long is that for?" And it was for a two-week. Two weeks supply. And he looked at me. He's like, I don't know if we need that. I was like, here's my fucking credit card. <laughs> I was like, there. I would have paid it. <laughs> Honestly, um, it was very expensive. Because you just feel so horrible. But 
the second time I went back for the refill, the pharmacist was like, go home and go to goodrx.com. Mm-hmm. Type in the medicine. It'll pick you out a coupon. $75. Mm-hmm. So do that. You don't need a membership to GoodRx. Not that I'm pushing anything specific. But from my experience, this is what I did. And it saved me $100 every yeah. time. Yep. So what a saving grace that was. Yes. Because I was popping them left and right. I think you take them every four hours. Oh, yeah. Something yes. like that, right? Yeah, it's the only way I survived. I Same for both. Um, okay, so no one saw you at CVS. No, and we were home locked up. Yeah. It was like the perfect scenario to be pregnant and feel like crap. So how long after did you wait to tell your family after you went to that So appointment? Easter, whenever Easter was that year, was when we told them. You all got together for Easter? No. Okay. We drove well it was just our parents and ben's mom but we drove to my parents house i told him through the car window because i had like a little box made with like i had enough time to like order a rattle and a onesie yeah to like tell him i was pregnant so i like gave him the box through the window of the driveway oh how sweet. <laughs> and had him we have videos of them opening it and then we went up to ben's mom's and we did the same thing um so that's how we told them and then and I wanted it was like word vomit. With yeah. Them. Like, so then we FaceTimed my sister because they weren't able to come in with COVID, obviously. Right. Um, but the best part of the story is because we talked about the kids with the pregnancy yeah. thing is my niece, Lennon. She was three at the time. Yeah. Because she's, she's going to be four. Yeah. yeah. And it was right before she turned four. And she had told my brother-in-law, she's like, you know, Aunt Allie has a baby in her belly and it'll be here before Christmas. So she told him that two weeks before I peed on the stick. That's crazy. That's and so I was wild. like, no, that's not true. Because at the time I didn't know I was pregnant. But she, um, so I FaceTimed them and I was like, Lennon, remember when you said Aunt Allie had a baby in her belly? And... um. It was, it was going to be here before Christmas. So I was like, there is a baby in my belly. And she was like, oh, and my sister's face. I remember being like, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then we were able to tell, like, all Everyone. Ben's sisters and brothers. And, um, yeah, but that's pretty, like, we kept it really small. I think I told you right after that um, and a few other people and some of our Alaska crew. But for, like, five months, we, I mean, again, you saw no one. Yeah. So no one really knew. I remember when you told me, I remember you messaging me and it was something like, hey, guess what? Or hey. And then it was something along the lines of, I look, it was very like, you never messaged me like a, hey, or it's usually just, this is what's up, bitch. Hey, what you doing? Like something like that. Yeah. I looked at Chris. I'm like, she's pregnant. I know it. Yeah. She's pregnant. Yeah, I was. And then I didn't even put. The change of like going to a doctor's appointment and Ben not being because well, and that's knew that. where this started. So it, didn't, it wasn't. Yeah. I don't think it was like announced like that. No, it was like change, change, and, and everything changed day to day. Like it was so different. So like by minute again, first pregnancy. So like I didn't know what to expect anyway. So did he go to any doctor's appointments? He wasn't allowed to any doctor's appointments except the second part of the anatomy scan. Where they look at the brain and yes. development. They um, for that? Just the second part of it. Not the beginning. Why? I couldn't tell you. So, I mean, obviously... That had, does take a long time, though. It time. does. It's long. I get it. So, they made him wait in the car until they were like, okay, he can come in. It was so ridiculous. But um, the thing, like... And I know there's so many people out there that had babies that year. But, like, you are by yourself for almost everything. And it's not just the doctor's appointments. 
it's like being at home, not being able to be with family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, things did start to loosen up a little bit. Like, it still was, like, weird. Like, we did have a baby shower. It was smaller, and it was outside. Um, but, like, so much was, like... And then you were, like, nervous to be around people. But your baby shower was in the summer. So it, it was. And, and, and we were able to do up, it outside. Quote, unquote, easy. Yeah, it eased up at the time. We felt okay to do it at the time. And my sister was actually pregnant at my shower. We, Did she tell anyone at that point? Yeah, because we all knew. Okay. Um, which we both had boys with like two months apart, which was so fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was just really weird because like there was a lot of isolation mm-hmm. and like appointments by yourself. It was a lot of sitting in a waiting room with a mask on. If I had to paint a picture of my pregnancy, sitting in a waiting room with your mask on, looking at other moms pregnant with their mask on. And you guys were, like, way far away from Well, I couldn't sit near each other. And the doctor's appointments, and this isn't anything against my doctor. She did an amazing job. But, like, they want you in and out of that hospital as fast as possible. Sanitized, clean, yeah. They don't want to, like, have you there more than you need to. Which I get. Which I completely understand. Right. Like, but it also was my first pregnancy. Like, I had a lot of thoughts. I had a lot of questions. Yeah. Everything was very, like, robotic of, like, keeping it moving, getting you in, getting you out, making sure things were okay. Yeah. So, like, a lot was missed. A lot was missed. And if you were pregnant during that time, like, we all went through the same exact thing. Um, And I was fortunate that I didn't have something bad happened during an appointment. Like, they weren't able to find a heartbeat or something like that. Like, imagine being by yourself for that no i know miscarriages are more common again it's another thing that's not talked about and you're by yourself and you're by yourself you need to be able to have it's just you don't ever expect to get that news by yourself when you think exactly you're like in the high of it all and And you have this mindset of how everything's gonna go and like that year was just thrown out the window of how it was gonna go you were the guinea pig yes we were literally day after you found out yeah Well, then, okay, so my appointments went, like, pretty good. Pregnancy, I was super big really early. I think some guys thought I was, like, due any day at, like, five months, and I hit him with my car. Well, you also- but no, I didn't. <laughs> she rolled that window down in her Subaru, and she that flipped right. hard. Um, yeah, I showed really early. You did. I remember that. <laughs> I was popping. Um, yeah, so got pregnant, made it through that, failed my gestational diabetes, that was a joy, which oh, was really hard know. because all I wanted was carbs and all I could eat was like meat and produce. I, but you was, did really well on it. I did. The I was able shot, to control it with yeah. diet alone, which was huge. But And you didn't have it after. It yeah. It went away after. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's just like another thing to have to like navigate But solo. it also gave you more, I hate to say the silver lining, it gave you were followed very closely after that monitor well that's the thing towards the end of the pregnancy i was there three times a week yeah which was like insane and if someone has a nine to five job how the hell does that happen because i don't i had so many appointments with well i was like how would i i mean i was in for lab work monitoring all the time it was just nonstop, and i liked being able to like check in on him a lot yeah because i couldn't feel him a a ton because the like placenta was in the front so i couldn't feel a ton of movement all the time but it really, like, just being able to check on That's them. That's interesting. Your placenta was in the front. That happens with a lot of people. I, it was not. With I was just so- talking with my cousin. She's having the same situation. But that's good to know. 
but that's like a common thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Ben was able to come the second part of the anatomy scan and Dude, that was awesome out. because like he just got to, he's hadn't been able to see anything yeah. like any ultrasound at all, like no movement, anything. He, every once in a while they would let me like record it and then show him in the car. Yeah. But sometimes they were like weird about I it, know. which I understand. So did Ben have a lot of questions when he got in there? When Chris got in with both, it um, was like, boom, I don't know bam, if I boom, remember bam. the lady was super thorough. It's like we, I mean, I couldn't even think of a question I needed to ask because she just went through everything the whole time. And it wasn't like my doctor was just like the ultrasound person. Mm -hmm. So he didn't meet my doctor until we delivered. I'm just putting myself and Chris in that situation. And I'm like, Chris had zingers, like question after question after question. Yeah. And he, what would your doctor say? Like literally, yeah. I couldn't imagine getting into a room and being like, you've been caring for my wife and my child it's weird inside her. it's weird let's go to crazy town and get this kid out nice to and meet you by the and i obviously i'm saying that. like it was a lot of isolation and because you know we're avoiding but at the same time like obviously i had ben at home and he was like super supportive and like took care of me i don't want people to think i was just like sitting in a room all no, alone no but like the medical experience was very lonely uh, I was literally, I don't know how you people so, did it. So, I don't know. I just kind of like just went through the motions and like as long as everything was good, just kind of like kept going but with But think stuff. about it when, sidebar, when Conaway's like older and he's in school and he's reading about the pandemic in his history book yeah. and he comes home and you're like, honey, you were the first product of yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The day you were in mommy's belly yeah. and the day after we shut it, everything shut down and we found out you were pregnant. Yeah. Or you were in me. Yeah. Not you weren't yeah. in my bed. <laughs> All those things. A baby inside a baby. That's not happening. Exactly. Um, Continue. Carry on. Sorry. Just No. I'm just trying to reference. think where I'm at. Okay. So diabetes. Diabetes. That was Anatomy scan. Great. A lot of monitoring. Um, How was the delivery? Oh, that's where I'm going. Um, so gestational diabetes, sometimes they kind of plan to induce you earlier if the baby's size is measuring large and different complications with that. How is he measuring? He was measuring large, but he really wasn't. No. He was like seven three, seven pounds three ounces. God he was, bless him. Yeah. So like perfect. They were going to he was due on my dad's birthday. And he was? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. And so that was November fourteenth. We had him on the sixth. Yeah. So they were gonna induce me on the eleventh. But then I went for one of my many appointments. And I just remember that morning, like my your skin's stretching, so you're just itchy in general. Oh, my God. So itchy. But I just remember my hands and feet were so bad. To where, like, I was itching them so bad, I had, like, little bubbles. Like, Bio oil. Just, like, it was bad. And I Ben's like, that. just mention it at your appointment. Just mention it. You know, you don't know. Um, maybe she'll recommend God, I something. Can I can feel the itching. I just wanted to itch my hands. So I went in, and she's like, how are you feeling? Those damn cervical checks. Probably the most painful part of labor. <laughs> Shove my hand right up there. Hold it's on. not a hand. It's your whole arm. It's your shoulder. It's your, every, your torso. Let me get my flashlight. Just shove my Seriously. hand up there. Seriously. Um, yeah. So I went in. I was like, also, I don't know if this is anything at, worth men mentioning, but I feel like they also should give you like a sheet when you're pregnant. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> if you feel A, B, or C, tell us because you have no idea. Don't do that because people like me like would be like, I have A through Z. <laughs> <laughs> on a stretcher. Well, I was no. like, my hands 
in my feet are super I, by itchy. By the way, I'm sorry. I spit in the mic when she said. <laughs> She's beatboxing. Um, <laughs> I was like, my hands and feet are really itchy. And it was just your hands and feet. It wasn't specifically. Your I mean, my whole body was itchy in general. Did I mean, you have during like warts. Was it like it was warty? like bubbling because I was itching it so bad. But you, it, caused by you scratching yes. it. Okay. And you didn't have boils. No. <laughs> um, I mean, but throughout the pregnancy, like while a lot of like the medical stuff was isolating, like I was super fortunate that my sister and my mom were in the medical field because I just went to them for everything. And once they Why knew yeah. and yelled at me for waiting so long to tell them, um, they were just like my constant all the time. Yeah. Throughout the pregnancy. So, um, you know, they always hit me with the support regardless. But when I went in, I was like, my hands are really feet itchy. And then she, my doctor had like an assistant that day. And she looked at her and she goes, what does that mean? And I was like, this is fun. <laughs> Let's play a game. Um, so she's like, so what does that mean? And their girl was like, coleostasis. And I'm like, what? Um, Say it one more time for the col- listeners. Coleostasis. And coleostasis. directly affects the liver. Um, the liver? Yeah. Um, I don't remember you explaining that part to me. I remember I'm this whole... I'm going to pull up the different... The, um... This was the phone call I got when Allie got out of the doctor. Coleostasis is a liver disease. It occurs when the flow of bile from your liver is reduced or blocked. Um, and it can happen in pregnant people. Um, pregnancy can also increase your risk for this condition. Anyway... It can be super, super serious, um, but they can only, our hospital specifically, could only send out the testing for it. So they like take your blood to test for it, but they treat you as as if you have it. No matter what. Because it can be so serious. And it takes a while to get the results back. Exactly. So that was a Thursday, the 5th, which the election was also happening that week. How do you know the dates? I know numbers. Because he was born the day after. Oh, you only found that out the day before you Yeah, they admitted me that day. I thought it was literally... So you didn't mention it. I thought you were itchy. Like, No, it was the it. day. They induced me that day. Oh, jeez. Okay. They so. took it very seriously. Um, it was also like the elect... That was the... They were waiting for the results. So I was you like... You of all people. I know. I had like so much anxiety. And then I feel like... Did Alex Trebek also die? He did die. Like that. There was a lot going on. I remember on TV while we were in the room. That's why I remember all this stuff. I was anxious about the election. Alex died. We were devastated. We're big Jeopardy people. Um, we should have named we him Trebek. Named him, I know. Little Trebek. Trebek, pull your pants off. <laughs> Quit pooping on the porch. Um, so literally I called Ben. I'm like, hey, you need to leave work. We're going in. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, they're just worried about if it is like that liver issue. Um, they were going to induce us the Tuesday after anyway. So what? Yeah, okay. So they put Tuesday. me in the room. This was Thursday. Election day's on Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, they were waiting for the results to oh, come in. Because again, right, we were counting forever. for like a month after. Um, right. So we were there. Ben had all... I mean, per, I, I need to clarify... Preparing for delivery during a pandemic is no joke. We had been packing, preparing food, food? clothes, because we were not allowed to leave the hospital once we were in. This was a jail scenario. Ben was allowed oh to leave. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. He was allowed to leave once a day, I believe. And that had just changed that week. Before, he wasn't allowed to leave at all. Okay. Were you in a private room when you yes. delivered? Because do you remember that some of these... Yes. So I would assume that we was were a no-go all, anymore. And then also my stress was, am I going to have to labor with a mask on? 
because everyone in Columbus, all my friends that just had babies, did. And I was like, you guys had a group of people pregnant together. We were all together. pregnant together. Um, oh, you photographers. I know. Just line up like, on line the calendar. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was like, I don't want to wear my mask through labor. We're going to be there forever. <sighs> um, but once we were in our room and like checked in, we were able, to, I was able to take mine off. Because oh, that's like nice. breathing. Oh, my God. Um, but we had like food out the wazoo, beverages, all the things. But I was, of course, not able to eat. Lovely, which if you know how I feel about food, unfortunately. So with the coleostasis diagnosis, yeah. did that change? Because you also had diabetes, gestational diabetes. Yes. Did, did those interfere with each other, the treatment no. for that time? I think that it was just more they monitored you more closely. Okay. So they had me in. They induced me. I wasn't really moving too much. <laughs> I think I was like at two to three centimeters. But let me just say, the girl that came in to check to see if I was dilated, she went all in. I was like, wow, that's a horrible feeling. Don't look at me or make eye contact because that hurts so bad. Um, she's like, okay, only at three. I'm like, well, you probably just got me to seven with that check. But she came back later. And she like, I remember her holding her neck. I'll never forget this. And Holding her neck? Yes. And she's like, sorry, I think I pulled a muscle. And I was like, probably when you checked me last. <laughs> because you put your whole body into it and I still am recovering. Um, what did she say when you said she, that? I don't know. I think she laughed. Ben was looking at me like, sweet Jesus. Um, ben but, was like, put the mask on. Just put it on. Yeah. So up. through that night, wasn't really getting anywhere, but having like a lot of pain, just like laboring because okay. they induced me. And I remember the anesthesiologist was on the floor around like 4 a.m. Giving the epidural some other lady screaming down the hall. And the nurse was like, hey, do you want your epidural? Because he's here. And I was like, hell yeah, bring him in. This is perfect. I don't have to like wait for them to get here. You said the anesthesiologist was on the floor. And you thought they were laying on the floor? Okay. No, floor of the hospital. Okay. And he came in the room literally, this is like 4 a.m. He had like a flannel, I'll never forget, flannel (laughs) jeans and like a conductor like denim hat. And I was like, I'm concerned you're going to shove a needle in my back and you just came down from chopping a tree. I don't know (laughs) what to do here. So he was fantastic. He did make Ben leave the room. He didn't? He did. Oh, I, that's common. Which is good because Ben would have went down. We'll get to him later. <laughs> we already got <laughs> him at one point that he's terrible. Yeah, he's really bad medically. Um, he was really mentally preparing for this. Ben, delivery. I hope you don't listen. <laughs> oh, he knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. So he gave me the epidural. It was great. I would love one of them on like a Thursday evening with like a bottle of wine watching a movie. Um, oh, amazing. But it did come up too high on me. It was like up to my shoulders. That you could feel it? Yeah. Which felt really nice. (laughs) But my heart rate was really taking a skip from that, (laughs) which is not good. So they had to give me, I don't know if it was steroids. It was something to like kind of amp me up. Like counteract it. exactly. I have no idea what it actually was. I might have made steroids up. But that helped. And then I was finally able to sleep a little bit. Okay. It had been a long day and evening. Um, so... Were you allowed to eat once you got No! I, I can't even begin to tell you how pissed off I was about the whole food situation. So we... Um, they came back to check me. Still nothing was occurring. Ben was really excited just to be hanging out in the hospital, the place he loves so much. <laughs> 
And then my doctor came in. They're like, all right, let's break your water. See if we can get things moving. So they broke my water. My birth plan was literally, I want the drugs, get him out safely. That's all I cared about. That was my birth plan. And so they broke my water. And still a few hours later, nothing was happening. But now we were at an issue with Conaway. Conaway's heart rate was dropping. So they're like, okay, we might need to explore. If it continues this way, we might need to explore doing a C-section. So it was never on the table prior to that. You have It was an option if it needed to happen. Again, I was not opposed. But it was opposed. never like. No, it wasn't hey, brought up. Breach. Hey, no, you not have at gestational all. diabetes. That's a yeah. contributing factor. It was just like, oh, if there so was an hard. issue, we got to get them out. So they came in once and they're like, all right, it's really dropping. We got to get them out. So I just remember them coming in, handing a paper to me on a clipboard. Ben was sitting there, something about the words fatal, fetal, like mortality, scary thing, sign here, handed Ben the scrubs and wheeled me out. And I just remember them putting me on the smallest damn board. Those operating tables, or what are they, like four inches wide? Oh my gosh. And you're shaking uncontrollably as it is. You're shaking from the medicine. I was throwing up from the anesthesia. I threw up too. Which you're laying on your back. Think of like Jesus on a cross, crucifixion style. That's what you're laying on the operating table. Your arms are literally strapped down on the side. And you're laying on a four inch wide board. Do you, I just kept saying, I'm going to fall off. I know I'm going to fall off. I'm going to fall off the board. They're like, no, you're not going to fall off. I was like, oh, I'm falling off. Could uh, You could feel like where your shoulder blades lay on that board and you're completely strapped. I remember I was sitting there and it was uncomfortable. Like you can so feel it. And my nose was itching the one time. Oh God. And I was like, can someone scratch my nose? Because you can't do anything. You can't do anything. Well, and I it's said. random hand. And that's when I was laying on my back. I was like, I know I'm going to puke again. And, and they're like, here's you. a bag. Yeah, no, they, they didn't, didn't roll you. No, they, they were like, your head like, they were like, here, try to like puke in it to the side. I'm like, that makes sense. As I threw up in my hair. <laughs> um, so they started. Started what? They already of? started in because they needed to get him out. Ben wasn't in there yet? Not yet. Yeah. And I was like, look, just tell me my husband went down in the hall. <laughs> I know he did. You started. He's not in here. Where is he? And I don't think he can be in for the first part, can he? I don't know. I just thought he was avoiding it at the time. <laughs> just, but they did give him like a seven-piece suit to throw on. Um, which Let me time this out real quick. Because one of my favorite stories is about one of my cousins. It was He was like one of the first ones to have a kid in the family. Anyway, theirs was like an emergency C-section scenario also. Uh-huh. And they gave him the scrubs to like get in the room. And I remember his wife was like, where is he? And they gave him the scrubs. He stripped down to his underwear. <laughs> to get the scrubs on, he came running in. We are Italian. Just imagine like a man coming in like anxious, sweaty, little chest hair and a gold chain showing out of the scrubs, ready to roll. Those things are paper thing too. And everyone was like, where are your clothes? He's like, I took them off. Oh my god! Their child's now in college, but um, I'll never forget that story. It's one of my favorites. Man, you can put. I'm your not going to say your name, but over, I love you. Over, um, you can put the your. They go over, over your, your clothes. clothes. They go over your clothes. Thank God Ben knew that. Um. So anyway, they finally bring Ben in. Oh my god! And they had the little stool next to you behind the sheet. They were like well into the C section at this point because they were going. By Did the you way, have the screen. On I had your the sheet. sheet. 
that you could see through? I could not see. At the, like, when they pulled him out? No. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't really? see anything. Um, I just know that I could feel everything happening. That is also, Tugging like, a disclaimer. Pulling. It's not pain, but don't go in thinking you ain't going to feel anything. Oh, you feel it. Because you're going to feel everything, but it's just going to feel like movement and pressure. It, it doesn't hurt. It's no. like, I feel that. Whoop. Yeah. And that's what I kept saying. I feel it. I feel it. Am I, I supposed to feel it? Yeah. It's like the game of operation. Yes. Like, you're like, this is... Yeah. So... Ben finally made it in, sat on the stool. We were holding hand. He was holding my hand. Like, he's like, I'm doing good. I think I'm really doing good. I'm okay. Because <laughs> I kept checking in. Himself. Yeah, I'm like, are you okay? And I told the doctor and the whole staff before he got in there, look, he's probably going to go down at some point. <laughs> if he does, someone needs to grab his phone and take a picture of the baby when they go out. <laughs> Leave him down. He'll be fine. And also take a picture of him on the floor. Oh All of my it. gosh, you're, this is amazing. So, yeah, the beginning of my story was a little traumatic and stressful, but the delivery was a shit show. <laughs> so, they got the baby out. I remember saying, oh, there he is. And then, like, you know, you wait for the cry. Um, did he cry? He did cry eventually. Okay, it took, good. like, a minute. But Where I just ben? remember being delirious. Ben was currently on the phone, the floor, the phone. <laughs> he was talking to someone. He got you, pal. Okay, so Ben went down right before Conaway came out. He goes, I don't feel good. So I yell at my doctor. I'm like, he doesn't feel good. So she's like, they stopped the surgery. And they yeah. said, somebody's got to lower him to the ground. First they of didn't all, want to hit his head. So they got Ben to the ground. He was okay. He was still like conscious, but like he did not like if you are someone who like struggles with like needles and blood and all that stuff, like you will understand. The they veil. literally pull your guts out and put them on your stomach. Yeah, it's not a. He, he couldn't him, see it. They told him not to. He couldn't see it. Chris he just look, knew he it was, was like, happening. Yeah. If he looked, he would have died. <laughs> but so they get Conway out. They should bring him to, like, my face to show him. That photo is a damn gem. <laughs> I ben is on the floor still? Yeah, the person who works with the anesthesiologist. What are they? The NCRNAs the or whatever? The CNA. Yeah, yeah, CNRA whatever. or whatever, yeah. All those letters combined. CRNA. Cool. Yeah. They grabbed his phone and they took a few photos. They also got a picture of Ben on the ground. I need to see But that. only two people, I think, in the world have ever seen that photo. And three soon. Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> I think I've seen it once. It's going to the grave. You didn't send it to yourself? It was Ben's phone. I still would have. I know. But the worst part was like, he was the one updating the families. So there was like group family text. He just said, going in C-section. And then like, no one heard. It was like white noise. No one heard from us. And it was hard because no one could be there. Yeah, that made, that that literally broke my No mind. one was allowed to be there. But yeah. my mom was working down a few floors down and kept trying to like sneak up. <laughs> oh my God, Mary so he came out beautiful little nugget boy and then ben was fine like he didn't he never went unconscious he just like wasn't feeling it so they took ben ben had the baby and they wheeled yes, the baby out. and so ben was with the baby i was like you know he went with him but i felt like i was in forever for them to close up i was like oh, oh it takes a long time so i finally get back in the room they just finished all the measurements and ben was just holding him like in the chair um and then this is the one thing I would have changed for any, like would have wished I knew better and would oh, have changed. Okay. What was that? So as soon as I came out, they, I had my IV and they shot me up with, um, Dilaudid. Dilaudid. Oh, you went hazy. You oh, don't I remember went it. understatement. I went out for the Same day. Same with me. 
Um, I don't remember Holding Tree. There's pictures I can barely yeah, open my eyes. I don't remember it. his first day after that. I yeah. wish they would have never gave me that. I understand with the pain, but like, I wish I would have had another, like another option. Or they would have told me like, hey, I'm going to shoot this in here. You're not going to remember the rest of the day. I just remember I was throwing up still a lot. I don't even remember like the lactation consultant was one of my friends from high school. She oh, told fine. me like just this past year, she's like, oh yeah, he nursed so good. She was holding him up to my boob. He was nursing. I don't even remember it. <laughs> no fucking clue that happened <laughs> i was like what you what i do remember my mom at some point her face was in the doorway uh-huh. and ben had the baby and i was like puking <laughs> and then like she was gone you, um, that's what you see you in yeah. your head when you think back yeah was and his then, heart was conway's heart everything was good. normal okay, his sugar good. everything was normal mine was normal after as soon as you got him out yeah and they did all the testing everything was fine but I do remember specifically Ben, he did his one where he got to leave the hospital for the minute. He mm-hmm. went home to like get a couple things yeah, because the baby was like at the nursery at the time. Right. And they were like, hey, we're going to take him down here and do like his footprints and all that. If you want to go at the right now, now would be a good time to go. So he went home to grab a couple things and I still couldn't eat. Also, I didn't know that. And as soon as I came out of the C-section, I you remember there was eat. a packet of blueberry muffins. I'm like, give me that fucking muffin. <laughs> and you can't. Oh, I ate three of them. And then they came <sighs> in and they're like, okay, so you still can't eat anything. Ben and I looked at each other like, <laughs> we never told anybody. <laughs> Wonder why they say that. Then. I mean, probably because have- my stomach was cut in half. And <laughs> whatever. But I had three muffins and I don't regret it. Do you know the muffin man? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Um, the big, thick one, the huge one? No, they were oh. the mini muffins. Oh, well, they were mini, so maybe it equals like a half. I know. So then I remember he was gone in Lord of the Rings. This is a very strong core oh memory. My was gosh. on the TV. And Schmeagel, it was like when he was creeping Schmeagel? around. The little creepy oh, character. Oh, the creepy yeah, yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah. And. I don't know what was happening during the movie, but I was like in and out of consciousness. And I just remember him being like, wake up. <laughs> in the movie, I was in the room by myself at the time. So I like in this the speakers. Great, this is a great core memory of your son's birth. The speakers are like oh, yeah. right by your head On in the, the bed. bed. Yeah. So I just remember like jolting forward to that creepy voice and being like what the fuck is going on oh my god where ben am i there. ben's not there was nurse conaway isn't the there conaway was not in the room i was completely alone creeped out and then ben came back like five minutes later i was like i don't know what's going on i just like somebody <laughs> too yelled too much dilated the damn muffins um but that yeah so he, he was healthy everything was fine um we switched to different medicine the day after um i you know the first time they took my catheter out and it was like the next day i still wasn't allowed to eat why i don't remember if i ate or not fucking hateful because we were in there for four days and i was so hungry you you had to ate ice i can't remember <laughs> popsicles i think i was a lot applesauce or something that's weird. what it was oh it is because of the pain meds yeah so it was my first time i could stand up from the bed yeah i remember oh that's miserable isn't it I still know the pain. Yeah. So they they were it was a full moon. There was a ton of babies. They they were understaffed, stretched thin, COVID, not a lot of people on the floor. So they brought in this really small, cute little Indian lady who was like moonlighting on the delivery labor <laughs> the delivery floor. Sweetest the human ever. Word moonlighting. Yeah, she's crossing over. So normally you didn't even work with pregnant people. And she came in to help me stand up for the first time to try to go to the bathroom. 
So Ben wasn't there? He was there. But he was like, he told her, he's like, am I allowed to help? Because he didn't want to like. In, in well, her- and I'm looking yeah. at her and I looked back at Ben and I was like, she's not getting me up. Like, there's no physical way she's going to be able to lift me up out of this bed to go pee and make it five steps to the bathroom. Yeah. So she tried to lift me up the first time and I couldn't get anywhere. Like, it was so painful. The biggest thing I, I can remember is feeling do not make your significant other laugh after a c-section no i know because he, she tried to lift me up it didn't work it hurt so bad um and ben tried to like make light because i was like struggling which i love him for that but i i just remember laughing really hard the pain from laughing oh, is the same hurt. muscles that they just sliced open excruciating yes. pain and me looking at him and the nurse saying get the fuck out of here I, I just like no no one make me laugh ever again i was just like ready to kill somebody me too i know that excruciating yeah. yeah so then we tried to get up again it was ben on one side and her on the other and basically he just lifted me up um and i tried to walk to the bathroom i remember this pain. a lot of this is like trigger warning blood grossness i probably should have mentioned that oh, in yeah. the beginning but so ben got me to the bathroom and <laughs> basically people. got me down on the toilet he was like a superhero rock you like just yeah my because he does so bad in those situations but like there's no way i would have even like survived post delivery without Mm him i mean like guys significant others just like a heads up like after that there's a lot going on down there yeah there's some scary things that are gonna be in your underwear and your diapers that you're wearing (laughs) and guess what if you have a c-section you can't even sit down and like try to take care of it yourself no like he had to literally like do everything i mean it was like changing like a grown-ass woman a grown-ass woman's diaper full of like everything everything gross you could think of yeah and And then then lifting me up off the toilet and trying to get me to walk back so then they're trying to you know build up your walking ability right so i was like getting to the door and to the bed that was like i started there which like c-section's no fucking joke it's like the only major surgery where you're not required to have like physical therapy after well you know it were back in the day i know you would die well yeah so i had a really hard time getting up like the pain for me was like insane it was insane like it was so painful laughing crying everything things was i just remember when they finally said we could eat i got chicken nuggets from the cafeteria and they came up and i couldn't rip that honey mustard lid off fast enough oh i went hard i dipped it in and ate it and i was like oh it's so good it tasted good yeah and ben made a joke mr jokester and i told you not to be funny (laughs) quit being funny um he made a joke and my doctor had just come up to check on me before she could discharge us and i just remember having like my really comfy pants on and conway he was like he was doing so great he was nursing awesome he was just like the cutest little man yeah we like did some pictures of him in the room and it was awesome but she came in and he like made a joke of some sort (laughs) it was about the food and of course i laughed but i laughed so hard i pissed myself all over the floor (laughs) it like flooded the room on the floor so he had to go get someone to tell him i beat him and those are my last pair of pants i had like nothing to wear home and then my doctor walked in i was like i just pissed myself (laughs) She's like, okay, we'll need to work on those kegels, and you'll be fine. Um, kegels. Kegels, kegels. Okay. I always called it kegels. Kegel? Kegel. Kegel? <laughs> I think it's a kegel. Right in. Is it kegel or kegel? 
Anyway, <laughs> one, so, of us, one of us is wrong or right. <laughs> what pants did you wear home? Pants? I don't know. I found something. They probably wouldn't even have fit me. Um, Scrubs. Something. Probably. Anyway, we got out of there with dry clothes and went home. Usually it's the baby peeing. Yeah, it was me. Oh, my gosh. I just remember getting home. My parents came and, like, decorated the house. So cute. Oh, with, like, blue balloons and, like, all the stuff. And they, like, set up a bed for me downstairs because, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go upstairs and a little. Um, Were you able to? I was. It just took me a really long time and I needed a lot of help. Um, I didn't even so think about post, the stair part. I'll kind of fast forward a little bit because I don't even know how long I've been rambling. <laughs> but where are we? Like, how long have we been talking? I don't know when we started. I don't either. Okay, that's maybe useless. forty-five minutes. I don't okay, know. that's fair. Mm-hmm. So, um, I couldn't lay flat for like six weeks that's in bed. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I want to make sure I'm emphasizing how physically painful. Mm-hmm. Specific and some people have like scheduled C sections. They do great. I don't know what the situation was. My recovery was horrible. Yeah, horrible. Shout it to the mountaintops, honey. Yeah, and I don't want to like make people think like, oh, scheduled C section is so nice. Going, um, that C section, like, it was necessary. Yeah, my doctor was amazing. Everyone survived. Yay! But like the yeah, recovery no, from that, yeah, was so hard. It was so hard and like so much mm-hmm. fell on Ben. Like so much fell on Ben. Like he had to yeah. literally do everything. Not baby just you. the baby. <laughs> he had to help me go to the bathroom. Yeah, I know. Um, it's just like so much fell on him. And I just, you know, like spouses, spouses. Like just know going in like so much more may fall on you than you realize depending yeah. on what kind of delivery that happens. Even even if it's a vaginal delivery. Yeah. Your, I, yeah. your body reacts. Everybody's exactly. body reacts different. It's not like, oh my God, my wife is so weak. No. Yeah, like it's, it's pain. Human, yeah. Well, and like nursing the first week was, he was doing good eating. I had a lot of milk, but it was so painful. Like my nipples hurt so bad. It was like someone nipple taking... Nipple cream is your best friend. Oh, yeah, it is. Good old nipple cream. Um, we're, we're still working on our website, but in season two, we're going to have like a list of our favorite products and stuff on yeah. there. Um, but I just remember like nursing him that first week and I was crying and Ben's like, I don't think this is supposed to be this way. And I was like, it's like razor blades. Like, oh, I was like, he needs to eat. I'm not going to like not feed him. Like I will suffer through it. It's not a big deal. Your nipples had to get used to it. Yeah. And yeah. it takes time to adjust. And he's like, we're going to the lactation consultant tomorrow. Oh, so good, we ended up going and she like showed me some different ways to do things. And I was like, I don't know if I'm doing Turning it right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. There's different positions. Pandemic people. We missed out on everything. No yeah. classes, no extra time, I, no extra fluff of anything. Well, like, no one showing, like, there wasn't a lot of extra things. Yeah, to, there's like, the football hold. There's the, yeah, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. So I was just going off of mostly, like, what, you know, my family was telling me to do and, like, what my sister was telling me to do because she had, well, was about to have three kids and, you know, nurse them all. Um, which was working, but I just, I wanted like someone in person to be like, literally make sure it was making sure it was lining up right. And yeah, things were happening. Um, first three months, I mean, this will kind of be like the end of it. I feel like, you know, the expectations with things, people are always like, oh, when they come out, you just like, you just fall in love. Your life is forever changed. You do fall in love. And you know, you do. Like, I loved him so much when he came out. But I also was recovering from a major procedure, not sleeping, 
my body was going through like all these hormones changes things like that and i just want to like be honest like that over like obviously how i feel about him now is like god it's so like it's an unhealthy possession i always say that all the time I say that all the time. Unhealthy obsession. Like you just, they're lo- like you love oh them God. so much, it just encompasses your body. And you just, it's like a them. part of it's you. A weird thing to say. It's you like just want it. it's like your heart. They are your heart. And I feel like I didn't really feel that way until he was three months old. Well, because like it's the, so hazy, it's so foggy. It's well, the so first much three time. months, yeah, they were. He was a really hard newborn, and like you know, we had help. But you didn't at the same time. But we didn't because it was also the pandemic. So we literally just had like three people that we trusted him to be around. And then I was always worried. you knew that they were protecting themselves. Well, like one of them was obviously my mom, but she also was working in the emergency room. So then I was like, yeah, I know. I didn't know what like the safety thing was with like letting, you know what I mean? There was so much uncertainty. Um, So yeah, that was my story. And I'll just say that. It was hard and it it was really hard and I love him more than anything and I would do that entire experience over again but certain parts of it were easier and certain parts were harder and yeah. I don't know if I'm missing anything major no, or if I you're think you thinking anything to even ask me. No, I, um, I just think the vast difference between your experience and COVID times yeah. being pregnant is completely different than mine. I mean, I had my husband at every appointment. I yeah. had, you know. Well, and how it, aff- and like, I was reading up on, like, the pandemic and how it was affecting, like, the experience, like, how it changed it for, like, mothers. Um, like, because you're attending appointments alone. That mm-hmm. takes a toll on, like, mental health in general. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, any complicated pregnancy compounded with isolation. So if you have a complication, then mm-hmm. add, like, the isolation with it. Yeah. And then, like, our family is so, like, you know, we're all, you know, with each other. So just, like, it made me feel better knowing my mom was in the building when I was delivering. But it wasn't the same. It wasn't. And it would... It would have just, you know, no one was on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. No one was able to even come visit us. Yeah. In the hospital. So, like, that was taken away. Um, And, you know, navigating, like, again, it was our first pregnancy, but it wasn't a normal one by any means Mm -hmm. with, like, the finding that balance of, like, risk. Oh, my God. Throughout the entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just... And then you have your baby, the whole, I mean, you had, Whitley was little during the pandemic, but like, then it's like when a lot of people still have yet to meet him. And we've talked about that before. So then you have the whole year of like people wanting to meet him. And you're like, no, sorry. Yeah. And we're like, no. And then like certain people, we do want to meet him, but they're not comfortable with it. And it's just like a lot of weird lines protecting your peace is the number one yeah that your peace of mind everything and like i stayed home goes on i mean the pandemic is still a thing yeah it was just yeah that's it i don't even know what to like say to like wrap that up other than like that's how it i think that's how it went down down in the hospital well i feel like your story is so relatable because there's so many women that went through it a lot of young children um yeah are you know, born during the pandemic, but I really feel like I wouldn't have known any of that of like, I like when I had my story and I was like, I was looking at the monitor and I could see my family. And when you were like, Oh, that's reassuring. That would make me felt so good. And I didn't even realize they didn't have, you guys didn't have that. 
getting cut open and seeing your family. It was like watching a TV show. But you yeah, that would have been the, so you nice. Hear the words. Was it at our hospital? Yes. What the fuck? Why didn't I? Have that? I mean, well, no like, one was there. Yeah. But. I could see everyone pacing. Yeah. I mean, but not having that—that that is another thing. Yeah. But I mean, you guys are—I mean, the pandemic moms. You guys are rock stars. You know, we're a different breed, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just... I, I, I'll I, just say that I feel like, you know, everyone's delivery and everyone's birth changes, like, who you are as a person. Like, the, this is for everyone. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter pandemic or not. The moment your first child is born, yeah. so is a mom. Yeah, you're never You as same. a mother. Um... And just, like, embrace that change. Yeah, I agree with that. Embrace that change. Because it only makes you a better person. It's obviously changed our lives for all the better. better. And And it's brought out a lot of us that we didn't know existed. Yeah. But if you have a pandemic baby or if you delivered, write in your story. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, I would love to compare it. Maybe I was the only one that felt like I was (laughs) riding solo in the hospital. Um, And if you were the woman that had twins... Uh, finding out <laughs> yeah hey in front of Allie. March that'd be end of March if you were at uh, Reynolds, Reynolds and you found out you were having twins and you were having a panic attack and I was trying to calm you down hope he- you're doing well hope you're doing well feel free to reach out I'd um, like to know what your husband's reaction was <laughs> if you feel like sure. I should have texted Ben and been like if you see a guy losing it in a car record it <laughs> go console him hey yeah. uh, one more thing before yeah. we end oh we yeah Listen, we're ending our season. Season one is coming to an end. How? How? No, I mean, yeah, that'll be like 20 episodes by the time we're done. We have three left. Three left. And our last one is going to be just kind of like an open Q&A of things people have written in about the past or have questions for us. So I think on our social media within the next week, we're just going to be like, hey, any question, literally any question you have for me and Nat, um, just write in or if you have something you want to share or a topic specifically you want us to just like touch mm-hmm. briefly on. We have things for season two lined up. Oh, Not, I we mean, a lot. we are very flexible when it yeah. comes to what you guys want to hear, but you fed a lot of ideas to us thus far. We'd like to continue that into season. Season two is going to be different. There's a lot going on in season two that it's we're getting excited. wild. <laughs> Not as wild as it could be at noon on a whatever day we decide to record these. Exactly. Um, but listen, three more episodes left. So yeah. let us know. Allie, thanks for sharing your story. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> thank Look you at us. for being a team. High five. Yee! Hand hug. Oh, hand hug? What the hell is that? This is unique. I feel like Star Trek. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> hey, we hear you. We see you. We are with you every, every step, step of the, of the way. way.